In life's journey, we must seek to reflect, learn, and grow. Welcome to the Road to Rediscovery with your host, Aubrey Johnson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Road to Rediscovery. I'm your host, Aubrey Johnson. You know, life's journey is a very long road with lots of turns, bumps, steep inclines, and and so many obstacles. It's these challenges that present lessons to us. The Road to Rediscovery is about reflecting on past life lessons to learn and grow and to take it to the next level and help others who are struggling through dark times. My special guest is an intuitive life coach whose passion is to help millennials flush out that head noise and find the needed clarity for them to achieve their dreams. Since childhood, she knew that she was destined to make the world a better place, and she is definitely headed in that direction right now. Get this, she's also a Reiki master, an award-winning speaker and author of her book, Now What? Creating the Clarity to Achieve Your Dreams, now available on Amazon. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to hear about her journey. We're going to hear the amazing work that she's doing today. Please help me welcome Cassandra Rosa to the show. Cassandra, welcome. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to speak with you today and to your audience as well. Oh, thank you so much. We're thrilled to have you. So let's just go ahead and jump into it. Um, Can you let us know like where you're from? How was life growing up and when did you first realize you wanted to be a major agent of change and transformation? Love it. So I'm from Toronto, Canada, born and raised. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's where I'm from. And my upbringing was amazing. I'm really lucky to have had an amazing upbringing with two amazing parents and my sister. And it was wonderful, very supportive, lots of very good memories, lots of time on the road doing road trips and stuff. I'm just seeing the image of your um, of the road in the background there. And it's really, (laughs) really connected to all the little road trips that we did. Um, But yeah, being an agent from change from a young, young age, I knew I wanted to make a difference in the world. And I Mm -hmm. didn't know what that meant. And I thought, you know, maybe I'll become a teacher because my cousins were teachers. And they thought, okay, maybe I'll become a psychologist Mm -hmm. and be able to advise people because I love giving my friends advice. And I ended up going to school for that. And things turned into a bunch of different directions along my journey. But now I'm exactly where I truly feel is my purpose and really loving my life. And I'm so grateful to be here. Oh, that's fantastic. That is fantastic. Um, you, you were talking about uh, when you were in college and university. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to kind of hone in on that if we can. Yeah. So uh, your years in university, uh, yeah before graduation because and and we'll get to that and what that means and how pivotal it was to you in your life but before graduation as you were attending university um what were some of the challenges you've had while attending or were there any challenges or obstacles that you've seen your peers have 
Yeah, so it was a lot of ABCs of success, you know, from a young age, you go into kindergarten, and that's it, school system, right? Go to grade eight, graduate, you go to high school. So it's something that's kind of very um, fluid of a process of when you're, fin you're halfway through high school, it's like, okay, you're going to go to university or college, right. choose your path, work in the road, on the mm -hmm. road to discovering who you want to be. And university just seemed like the fit for me. And I thought, you know, um, there's a stigma about university is better in college here than in Canada and so I went to it and I just was there and about halfway through they changed the certifications to become a psychologist in Ontario in my province it was 12 years instead of eight and I was like now what what am I going to do with my life am I mm -hmm. even taking the right degree lots of doubts and yeah. there's lots of people and my peers kind of going through those same doubts, which I found out now because not a lot of people talk about it because, mm -hmm. you know, there's the ABCs of success and we have that pressure. But it was really interesting when I was having this moment of figuring out now what, what am I going to do with my life and it started to become question marks instead of being filled with clarity. That's when I was presented an opportunity to do a study exchange in Europe and live there for four months mm. and really pursue this dream of wanting to travel the world. So things were all lined up in a perfect way and things mm -hmm. began to evolve and change. I gotcha. So at some point, it's like the stars just aligned, right? Yep. Oh, man, that's fantastic. That is great. So, uh, and that kind of paves the road for you, right? As far as what direction you want to go. And, you know, I mean, when it happens for us like uh, that poetically, it's almost like, um, wow, okay, this is the direction I'm meant for. This is what I'm meant to do, you know? Um, not only is it a desire in my heart, but it's also like a almost a paved path for me, right? Yeah. It's yeah. like, you think you're going down a path, you know, the way that you think sh life should be or following yes. the society standards of, yes, yes, this is my path. This is the path I should take. And then yes. I guess once there's a moment of letting go and looking for other possibilities, then there can be a brand new path, a brand new road that you never expected, which was perhaps maybe the road all along that you were meant to go on. For sure, for sure. No, absolutely. Um, and, and, and you never know until you kind of, I don't know, until you're on the, on the journey, right? I mean, not yet reaching the destination. By then, of course, hindsight's twenty twenty. There's a lot to reflect on. But there are things that you're learning as you're going down that path, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, now I'd like to kind of move forward to where you are approaching graduation, right? Yeah. Uh, if you can just kind of walk the listeners through um, what you've experienced in your mind, in your soul, in your heart, as you were approaching graduation. Yeah, so like second year, I went on my, I was presented the opportunity to live in Europe. Third mm -hmm. year for the first semester, I, you know, that was when I did my exchange. So I was like, so excited, wasn't even really <laughs> thinking about the future, really being really present and embracing the moment. And yeah. then when I got back, I had my last semester. And that was like when the things being like, oh man, real life is going to begin. The vacation's over, the mm -hmm. adventure's over, like <laughs> now what? And I started to be really depressed, very confused, very anxious about what I was going to do with my life. Spent yeah. a lot of time, you know, under the covers, staying in, in the dorm room, like mm -hmm. just 
really going introspective and kind of self-destructing and going down a dark path. And then you think, okay, let's talk to a guidance counselor. And then, you know, they just like, yeah, you'll figure it out. Here's a pamphlet of some options, you know? And like, that's very typical from what I hear from my, my clients nowadays as well as they had a similar experience. So it was, it's, and it's a common theme for a lot of people when they're stepping into their next steps to, not know and not have the direction and not having the clear road ahead. So. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, because uh, if it's one thing we feel uncomfortable with, well, two things, actually, one is change. Yep. And the second is uncertainty. Yes. We don't know what's around that corner, right? We don't know what's going to happen next. Uh, We don't know what lies ahead down the road for us. Right. And so uh, it sounds like you were going through a lot of that and during a time when, you know, it should be exciting, right? You're graduating, you're completing a major milestone, but in the world of life uh, or in the uh, journey of life, I guess you can say when one door closes, another door opens. Mm -hmm. And uh, when that door closes, it's closing a room in which you were very comfortable with, you know, um, college life, studying, um, being able to study abroad and, and participating in a lot of different um, uh, work groups and so forth. And now another door is opening, which is new, you know, a lot of new and exciting things, but there's that element of uncertainty that, that sounds like it kind of, kind of left you, uh, uh, on edge or uh, uh, un- un- uncomfortable. Is that is that accurate? Yeah, like outside of the comfort zone, you know, okay. we have those A's, B- ABCs of success of like, you know, yeah. go through the school system and you get yeah. the job and then you retire and that whole yeah. A part is yeah. the majority of your life up to that point when you're in your mid-20s, the majority of your life you're in school and you always knew, okay, after grade one comes grade two, right? So it's right. like, open your wings and fly and not that same (laughs) expectation and pave road ahead to know what was coming next. So it's, it's what I call now what moments I talked about it in my book, but like Mm -hmm. when one chapter closes and another opens and you're trying to figure out what's next when there's a bunch of uncertainty. And I think that that's happening right now with everything that's going on in the world as well. It's not just university people. It's not just people changing careers or starting businesses. I think it's really a relevant conversation that we're having right now with everything going on in the world for sure. Oh, no, no doubt. In fact, I'm so glad you mentioned that, Cassandra, because that was actually the next area I wanted to, to, to step in or to talk about, right? So uh, uh, there's the term aha moment. We, we all have heard that term, right? The aha moment. It's when you have an epiphany, a revelation, uh, you know, just something that, that, that virtual, that virtual proverbial light bulb kind of lights up in your mind, right? Um, but I wanted to, you to, to just kind of unpack what that now what moment means, right? And, and, and I love what you said about it's not just people attending university, right? Uh, it could be people switching jobs. It could be people moving to a new country or a new city mm-hmm. or a new state, right? Yeah. But uh, if you can just unpack a little bit more about that now what uh, that you're referring to, having that now what moment, and, 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 and kind of paint a picture of what that looks like, uh, at least when you had that moment? 
Yeah. So you can have now what moments all the time. I've had a bunch, just the pivotal one that I really focused on and dove really deep into in my book was about that university college one, because there was one part of my life that I was comfortable in, that I knew what to expect. Right. I've been trained and conditioned to do that was ending. And sometimes when endings happen or books are closed or there's a breakup, there's that holding on to, Oh no, I'm going to be losing something. Instead yes. of and being like, oh my goodness, I have all the positive possibilities in the world available to me, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. So it, it happens for a lot of people and you might be stuck, you might be scared, you might be filled with uncertainty and let the uncertainty stop you. Um, right. But what I really think can change it, have that light bulb moment and make yes. the shift um, is really just being open to the possibilities because... Right. What had happened when I finished my exchange and I had my last semester of university, I got an opportunity to go and volunteer in Africa. And that's when my light bulb moment happened because I was open to the possibility, despite the fear of going to like this third world country and everybody goes, are you crazy? Why are you going there? And uh -huh. acting in spite of that and following my gut, I went there and I fell in love with mentorship. Mm. fell in love with mentorship like yes. helping people have their light bulb moments and right. their transformation was just so huge for me in my life and what has really mirrored in my life coaching business of helping people have those moments right. so I think for anyone listening if you're having a now what moment instead of being consumed by the losses that you may have it be having in ending that chapter really mm -hmm. focus on the possibilities that you have before you absolutely lean into the possibilities the excitement of something new right and and and, and just lean towards that and that kind of i don't want to say distracts you but uh it puts more emphasis on what's exciting to come and not what I'm losing, not what I'm losing, but what I'm gaining is where the emphasis is. Is that right? That's right. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. So uh, can you share what, what turned it around for you? Mm -hmm. um, because like I said, hindsight's 2020. Okay. We can, I mean, we're, we're saying some, some very good stuff now, profound things that people uh, you know, we'll listen and that resonates with people. Um, but at the time that we're going through something, we might be so overshadowed by our emotions and the depression that we fall into because we're afraid of the change or the uncertainty. We don't feel comfortable where it can really, really distort our vision on what we need to do to get out of the rut. So yeah. when you were in the midst of feeling that at that time, what what turned things around for you? Yeah, so as the story kind of continued, I came back, I thought that I had to get an insurance, you know, um, to make money, you need to make money to make a difference, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And at the back of my mind, there always was that mentorship. For a lot of people, there always is a dream. There's always something that they want to have on a bucket list item or want more for their life. And maybe it's just being scared of that first step to be able to shift it. So right. I think it just got to this point where I felt it inside of me and my gut that there was more for me. Mm -hmm. And I acted in spite of the fear 
of being able to let go of something that was comfortable and easy and, mm -hmm. you know, predictable and stepping into the unknown and doing whatever it took to be able to shift and transform my life into the way that I wanted it to be. So I think if there's anyone that is going through a moment, they want to transform their now what moment into stepping into whatever that dream I have like a three-step process. So it's really like looking at what's holding you back, like having a real talk with yourself and being like, what thoughts am I having that's stopping me from making that dream happen? Right. And like just being done with it, writing it out, right. working it up. Because at the end of the day, it all comes from desire. If you're tired and you're ready to be done, you have the power to shift that. And then it's like focusing on your dream. So like creating a vision board or yes. writing out somewhere significant, you know, that dream down. Yes. And focusing on that every day. That's going to help you, you know, when you want to hit this news button, when you want to mm -hmm. just give up. And then it's like just making it very simple, choosing a baby step that you can take. Yes. Simple baby step to be able to make that into reality. Because one step after the other, before you know it, the dream happened and you're pinching yourself because you made it happen. So I think it's gotcha. those were the real things that helped me transform. Fantastic. Fantastic. And uh, one thing you mentioned earlier is one of the key ways to uh, help people transform is you help them find clarity in mm -hmm. their lives. Right. Um, uh, can you kind of break that down as far as, uh, as far as clarity what does that clarity look like? Um, is it uh, the removal of distractions or just just kind of focusing the lens? What does that look like? Yeah, I think it, it kind of goes back to what I just shared. It's like clearing okay. what's holding you back. Yeah. Because if you, if you have a dream, but you have lots of stuff stopping you, that's not going to help you achieve it. Right. In the same regard, if you're crystal clear, but you're not clear of where you're going, that's mm -hmm. not going to happen right. in combination with action. So I think to achieve clarity, it really comes down to, okay, what's not serving me? Let's get that out of the way. Okay. Right. What's the vision? I'm going to dream super big. I'm going to make a vision board. Like what is that clarity of focus on something yes. that I want to achieve? And then it's identifying what's the tangible step I can take to act with this newfound clarity. Because I think mm -hmm. if all the three happen separately and they're right. missing the others, that's when there's a pause. That's when there's not the momentum happening. So I know in my life and in my client's life, it's really come down to those three major things. Ah, uh, okay. I got you. I got you. Very nice. Very nice. So um, you've worked with many clients and um, everyone has different backgrounds and everyone has a different definition of living, right? Mm -hmm. um, you mentioned earlier that um, there are societal types of, um, I don't want to say pressures, but societal types of um, expectations in yeah. what living a life is, right? You have to mm -hmm. uh, go to university, graduate, have a job, start a family, you know, take that annual vacation somewhere sunny and tropical. Um, but yeah. that, that's not so much a cookie cutter for, for everyone, right? How do you have the flexibility in working with so many different people who have different interpretations of what living means to them so that you can speak and articulate it in such a way that resonates with them where their light bulb comes on 
to help them achieve their dreams of what they define as living? Yeah, I've helped lots of people with all different walks of life, different careers, stages mm -hmm. in their life, mainly millennials, but again, live different age demographics. Yes. But I think what happens is when you show up clearly as a coach, you're going to attract the people that you're meant to work with and divine timing can happen. Like I have a group coaching program that I facilitate and it's been interest every single time that I've like created it yeah. the right people are meant to come together and i think that is is that no matter what walk of life that you're creating everybody wants to create their dreams on their terms and lots of people are seeking clarity now more than ever so i think as long as you can facilitate and share your toolbox of tools as a coach as i do people are going to resonate with particular ones put their own flavor and walk down their road using their own tools. So I mm. think that it's really important as a coach to show up clearly, yeah. uh, to articulate who it is that you want to work with right. and be able to be flexible and customizable in the way that I'm delivering the content so that it will resonate with people and they feel empowered to make the tools their own. Fantastic. So you empower them mm. to take ownership of those tools. Yeah, make it their own. If you yes. love them, if some tools, like I think that it's important as a coach to be able to share with people and say, listen, like you don't have to use this like a Bible. Use what right. works for you. Right. Put your own flavor on it because at the right. end of the day, if you're working with someone for six months, even if you're working with them a year, it's up to them for me to pass them the baton and them to take the action. Yeah. So it's important that if they're, you know, like when you're going shopping to have a jacket that fits instead of something that's too big and doesn't resonate. So empowering mm -hmm. them to customize the tools the way that they want it to be. So it works for them. That's beautiful. That's beautiful because uh, it just speaks to the quality of the different activities and services and, and the different types of work that you uh, have available for your clients, right? Because, uh, I mean, it, it has to be flexible. It has to apply to everyone, mm -hmm. but have the flexibility to be customized to fit their needs. And make sure it works for them so they get the results. Because as the coach, that's the purpose, is to help right. people get results. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, that is wonderful, fantastic. Um, I do have a question about um, applying what you've studied. Now, you've studied a lot mm -hmm. uh, in university, psychology and so forth. You've taken, you've taken lots of courses uh, in, on the human behavior and so forth, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, obviously, a lot of those in, from your studies, you, have, you apply to your work that you're doing today. Yeah. Is there anything from your personal experience that what you've gone through, especially during graduation, is there anything from your personal experience that you've reflected on that you have in your toolkit in which you, um, in which you uh, incorporate in your work with your clients? It's all application. Mm -hmm. You can study a billion books. You can go to a million courses. I have so many of my peers that I attended courses with that you know, like they, they forget about the content because it's not application. So I think it's kind of similar to how I pass the baton to my clients with the transformation mm -hmm. of me receiving the baton and actually taking action and putting my own flavor on it. Because right. 
you know, there's a, bi a billion different meditations, but maybe me facilitating a meditation with my own particular way, um, mm -hmm. creating affirmations. Affirmations are super powerful, but me walking through my clients and making sure the affirmations are relevant to them based on where they are and where they're clearing things back. You know, there's a billion different vision board exercises, but maybe it's applying the values as the foundation of the vision board and helping them sure. apply it. So it's putting my own spin and applying what is the information that I received and how did I apply it in my life to give me the results and share that with other people. Fantastic. Fantastic. And I'm so glad you mentioned that as well, because um, I, I was, I was interested in knowing if your clients, um, if it mattered to them in, uh, in knowing that, hey, you know, you were in the same boat as them at one point, you know, uh, or if it didn't matter to them at all, you know, just what are the tools to get me out of this, right? Uh, a lot of time, and, I, and, and this, is the, this is a lack of a better phrase that I can think of, but uh, you've heard misery loves company, right? <laughs> well, I mean, and, and I don't mean in such a, such a uh, doom and gloom way, but when you have someone who's going through a dark time, okay, uh, like the spirit of the road to rediscovery, we want people going through that despair to know that they are not alone, okay? No. And it's not that they love the company when they're miserable, but there's comfort in knowing that someone who cares about you has gone through the same thing and they're here to help you. And so I was uh, just hoping and wondering if your clients felt the same way. A hundred percent. I think that it's up to me as a coach to share my story authentically so we can have a connection point. And it's funny when you're showing up with clarity as a coach or whatever you're doing in business and you're being authentic and you're sharing the, the parts of your story that are important and relevant to your audience, that can make that can make your avatar, your perfect person that you want to work with, mirror you of where you used to be in the starting of your journey. And then that way you can, they can walk into your footsteps in a simple and concise way because you get every step because you've been there. Absolutely. Awesome. Oh, Cassandra, this is beautiful. I'm really enjoying this. This is very enlightening for the listeners. Trust me, very enlightening. So let's talk about your book. Mm -hmm. Now what? Uh, tell us what was the inspiration behind it, you know, and, 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 and without selling the whole farm, yeah. um, you know, <laughs> just, just some of the anecdotes that the uh, listeners uh, can, can kind of pick up on to whet the appetite, you know, to pick up a copy. Yeah, it's, it's very much expanding on the conversations that we've talked about today, you know, helping you clear what's holding you back when you're experiencing now what moments. I authentically shared some of my now what moments in great detail so I can relate to all the readers, really helping you define what that dream is and being really connected to it and helping you identify some action steps. It's not just personal stories. I want you to be able to have a pen handy when you're reading it so that you can fill in the exercises that left space for you to work right in the book. So if you give 100% and show up and read the book and have your pen handy and do every single exercise, there's not 
a single reason why you can't have any form of transformation while you're reading it. And that was so important to me because I don't know about you, but when you're reading a self-help book and they're asking you to do things and then you got to have your journal and this and that everywhere, you know, yes, like yes. it's great to write in it and to have the breakthroughs because that's what the books are all about, to provide value and to help you with your life. And it guides you into doing the work, it sounds yeah. like. Yeah, you oh, have to wonderful. do the work. You have yes. to do the work. You can listen to a billion motivational videos. That's right. You know, and podcasts and books yep. and seminars. But if you're not taking the action, it's just going to be knowledge in a textbook, you know, that you're going to forget yeah. about, right? Yep, that's exactly right. Exactly right. So how can the listeners learn more about Cassandra and maybe even connect with you and pick up a copy of your book? Yeah, so we can connect on Instagram. Mm -hmm. uh, my Instagram page is Cassandra Rosa with an extra A at the end. And okay. you can pick up my book on Amazon. So it's called Now What? Create the Clarity to Achieve Your Dreams. And I'm sure somewhere we can attach some links somewhere so it's easy for them to connect. But yeah, I would be really um, grateful and humble to connect with all of you that are listening. And I'm here to support you to help you find that clarity that's so necessary to make your dreams happen. You betcha. We will definitely make sure that uh, we include direct links to uh, your book on Amazon, um, to your website, if you like, and your social medium so they can connect with you, yeah. ask any follow-up questions they may have that weren't covered in our conversation, um, and pick up a copy of the book, you know. Um, they may have a loved one, if not themselves, that may be going through a now what moment, right? Mm -hmm. And how do you navigate through that, right? Yeah, that, that's huge. That's huge. And if I may say, Cassandra, for, for a quick moment, um, I have a vested interest and, and, and I take what you're doing in a deep personal way. And the reason why I say that is because uh, it's a conversation I'm going to have to have with my son, who is now 22. He's in his senior year at the University of Kentucky, and he will be graduating uh, in December. And so, um, you know, he's had uh, one heck of a journey. Um, he plays football for the uh, university, and he has ever since he started attending in his freshman year. And so it's been a crazy ride for him. Very exciting, you know, and uh, you get so immersed in university and the way of living and the way of life. Uh, also, with football being almost like a job, you know, and yeah. keeping up with the studies. And so when graduation comes, that's a big door that's about to close that yeah. he's been used to for so long, such as yourself. And yeah. this other door here that's going to open where who knows what's going to happen, right? And so, um, you know, I, I, I want to have that conversation with him just to get a feel of where he's at. And yeah. he may have that now what moment, you know? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I appreciate you sharing what you uh, have gone through with the now what moment um, in university as you're approaching graduation, because uh, my son's approaching graduation in the next two months, and and uh, and I'm sure that that'll hit him. Um, we just never knew what to call it, and thanks to you, now we do. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, fantastic. All right. Well, this has been a great conversation, Cassandra. I hope you've enjoyed it. I have, uh, I've, I've, I've been thrilled. I've had a blast. And uh, now I'd like to go into a segment 
I like to call Three for the Road. In Three for the Road, I like to ask my guests three random yet thought-provoking questions um, that I challenge you to answer in five words or less. So what do you think? You think you're up for it? Yeah, let's do it. All right. (laughs) You know, there's a spirit of resilience that you have uh, and that I picked up on, which is a beautiful thing, right? Because it's it's one thing to to be aware of how you feel and to uh, to do the work to improve and to grow, but there's also, I think, a small degree of resilience that we must have um, to keep us staying the course, right? And not to be so easily swayed whenever we feel discouraged or whenever something kind of kind of lets us down. Do you, do you agree? A hundred percent. That's so, so important. So that when no matter what comes your way, that you're able to pivot and discover what's next with the newfound clarity. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, here we go. Three for the road. Mm-hmm. Question number one. What, describe what living is to Cassandra Rosa. Hmm. Purposeful, mm-hmm. adventurous, mm-hmm. fulfilling, mm-hmm. joyful, mm-hmm. and fun. There you go. Fantastic. Five words. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's great. Okay. Uh, let's see. Number two. I'm drawing a scenario, okay? Okay. You are asleep. And I'm a big fan of metaphors, by the way. Okay. Um, in this scenario, you are asleep, uh, and you start to have a dream okay. that, that you're moving. You're moving. Um, you have some obstacles, some things you're navigating, things that set you back, but you are somehow moving towards that virtual goal. Um, what is your method of movement? And why in your dream? Method of movement in my dream to get to my goal. Um, hmm. It's defined, it's clear. <laughs> it's moment. Mem- uh-huh. <laughs> There's momentum. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there, there's momentum. Okay. And, 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 and if I can quickly clarify my question, I, and I apologize, um, if, if I can clarify, like, um, uh, what is your method of movement? Like, are you flying? Are you swimming? Oh, got it. Okay. And, 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 and why do you have that chosen method of movement in your dream? Fly. I, I love flying. <laughs> yeah. And why? Um, because there's a beautiful view. Awesome. It's a fun way to yes, there is a beautiful view. You yeah. see so much, right? Yeah. All right, fantastic. And number three, number three, fill in the blank. Okay. And by the way, if you haven't uh, picked up on it yet, I'm sure you have. My questions are cu- customized for my guests. Okay. Yours were centered around dreams. Yes. <laughs> okay. So number three, fill in the blank. A dream begins with hmm. courage. Courage. Yes. 
you have to have courage. Yeah, there's courage. a Walt Disney quote, and it says, your dreams can come true if you have the courage to pursue them. Nice. And I, that's nice. my favorite. Wonderful. I love it. I love it. It rings so true, too. It rings so true. Oh, Cassandra, fantastic. Thank you so much. It's been so great to have you on the show. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. I had a blast. Thank you. Oh, well, we reciprocate. I had a blast just as well. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in and listening. Again, to learn more about Cassandra or to order her book or to connect with her, I will have the episode uh, show notes containing the links to her social mediums, uh, the book on Amazon, her website, and, and all that good stuff so that you can uh, connect with Cassandra, learn more about what she's doing and the amazing work, right? That is fantastic. Uh, I want to thank all of you once again for listening and uh, really appreciate the uh, listenership. I really appreciate uh, all your feedback and uh, just keep it coming. Just keep it coming. The Road to Rediscovery is a movement, a revolution. And guess what? You're now part of it. The road is filled with so, so many rough paths. But I'm so glad you're on the journey with me. Thanks again for listening. We'll chat again soon. Bye.